0: Welcome to the Amplified Marriage Podcast. This is a bit different. We're starting a little bit different. We are talking about quiet quitting today. And we're going to be talking about some signs that you or your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend are actually quietly quitting on each other not giving the relationship an opportunity by not putting in the right amount of effort. And so today we just want to start this whole new season with a bang and go into something that's a a real, it's, it's a trend right now in our current culture.
1: Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. I'm Natalie. I'm Brian. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you've heard us say over the last two seasons, onto our third now get comfy, grab a coffee, grab a tea, grab a snack. We're so glad that you've joined us for our chat today.
0: Absolutely. And as you heard, we are talking about quiet quitting.
1: Mm-hmm. Seems to be this this new term flying around, made super popular by TikTok. Well, I think that
0: even in in previous episodes, um, today we're talking a lot about is really just about communication. It, it's, essentially, essentially, it's about communication, but we're looking at it a bit differently. Kind of around the interest was sparked in us with the the current TikTok trends. We 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 get bombarded on Instagram and Facebook by these people that are quietly quitting. Mm-hmm. This, it's funny how everyone's like, oh, this is a new trend. This has been around for such a long
1: time. That's right. And we, we've we touched on sort of slow fade yeah. in our earlier seasons where it was, you know, we briefly touched on that. Yeah. And so we're kind of diving deep because it seems to be what's really floating out there.
0: And you know, if you heard that old... <laughs> saying I was thinking about it when we were prepping is that old saying, dress for the job that you want. I remember when I started working at Shaw years ago, that's one of the, f- the first things they said, dress for the job that you want. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had this attitude, well, or this thought, well, we're we're getting ready for this podcast, but it was like behave or act or fight for the marriage that you want. That's right. And you don't have to settle sometimes for the marriage that you have.
1: Exactly. And, and that's not saying leave your partner or leave your spouse that's just saying you might have to change your approach right you might have to change your tactics
0: right and even though quiet quitting is is so much centered around a uh, job like it's it's really yeah, centered that's around actually
1: where job it, it kind of came from
0: yeah and that's kind of where we even got triggered for this and doing some research there's actually a lot out there on quietly quitting in relationships but it's not a new concept no and i'm going to use something that we probably have never done before i'm going to use a homer simpson quote That this was something that was said in 1995, Homer Simpson on The Simpsons said to Lisa, Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and you do it really half-assed. That's the American way.
1: Applicable. When you think of the amount of effort, I mean, they're talking about a job perspective, but if we flip that to a relationship standpoint, how effective is that quote to saying, if you just don't like what you do, you don't just leave you can just get by doing the bare minimum and so many couples that we know get by on doing the bare minimum
0: and bare minimum i think is the the like the i like the ideal word for this whole quietly quitting is like i i i really love this message it's it's actually a scripture it's a or it's a verse or a bible term that we use i'm a pastor so you get some of that today is we have this thing that I say, if you don't like what you're reaping, you have to change what you're sowing. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you don't like what's happening in your marriage, if you don't like the way you communicate, the way you process information, the way you you deal with your emotions, the way you fight even, the way any of that, you have to change your approach. So if you're not getting what you want out of the relationship, you have to put in the work on your side, be accountable for you. Yep to make the relationship better, right?
1: Exactly. And it's not I mean if you can recognize within yourself, "Hey, I don't I don't like this or this bothers me or whatever," but then not say anything and not articulate, how right. are you expecting to change, right? Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting a different result. Right. You're going to drive yourself nuts and drive those around you and your partner if you continually do the same thing that isn't working over and over again, right? We've said so many times, you know what you know. And so hopefully this can at least spark a conversation.
0: Right. Or or you even you you almost work yourself or drive yourself to a standstill because you're trying to do the bare minimum and you're you're expecting the other person to change before you do.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it work on yourself and when you start to work on the areas that you are lacking in or frankly like you kind of suck in then you're I mean it this was our story when I stopped basing the change of our relationship based on when you finally got it together (laughs) and and really started to introspectively look at myself and my failures and my contribution to the dissolving you know communication in our marriage things began to change within me because I began to see the errors of my way and began to work on myself and and really I mean it's a choice right you have to choose to want to be in the relationship with that person. And if you're not making that choice, and we've been together almost 24 years, we still that have long, to eh? make that choice. Wow. Right? You, you get up, you know, get up, you still make the choice to stay committed, to, to loving your spouse, to, you know, you get up every day, you go to work, you take your kids to school, whatnot. Yeah. It's the same concept, mm-hmm right? It just doesn't magically happen over the years if you are not willing to put in the work.
0: Right. And I think that, that saying it's a 100%, 100%, not 50-50. Like I'm going to put in 50%, you're going to put in 50%. And then work. we'll
1: make a magic 100. Yeah. No. no,
0: it's we both have to put 100, over 100 as much as we can into the relationship. And that's why it's such a trend like that. Even when we were doing some research into this, you had one of the articles, I think it was from the New York Post was saying there was a relationship and someone.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. You've heard us. If you've been with us since the beginning, you've heard our whole toilet seat (laughs) debacle. It's not a
0: debacle. It's a truth. I think you need to keep it up for me a little (laughs) bit more often. Thank you.
1: I don't like the toilet seat being left up because I I have, because I've fallen in too many times. (laughs) Right. So Uh, you get my point. Well, anyways, In this new trend that is coming, this woman was expressing her displeasure with this toilet seat being up all the time. And the New York Post commented that the, what's the word I'm looking for? The advice that she was given was to divorce her husband. Because he left the toilet seat up. Let that sink in. If that's what it takes for you to end your marriage is the person leaving the toilet seat up. I mean, my husband still leaves the toilet seat up.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa it's like almost 10% better than it was 20 years ago.
1: I guess 10% is better than no percent. But...
0: Can we at least go with 15%?
1: We'll we'll stick with 10. But wow. wow. <laughs> the point being, I had to make a choice. Is this a hill I'm willing to die on?
0: For a long time, you were willing to die on I that hill. I was
1: willing to die on that hill. It, but when, when you're coming to... Is this worth the end of a marriage? Because he leaves the toilet seat up. Like there could be so many worse things.
0: When you're in a bit of a sassy mood, there's been times where I'll be in the bathroom and you'll text me, put the toilet seat down. Just cracking a joke.
1: That's right. I mean, we joke about it now because now it's kind of like, you know what?
0: It's, way, I've, it's, I've made, it's not 10%. It's way better than it was. I've, like
1: Whatever helps you sleep if at You night. guys <laughs> could
0: see her face right now. And the way she's trying to keep it from contorting into just a face of lies. And she's just like, you're such a liar.
1: The point is, that is not grounds for divorce. And it's really, really, really unfortunate if that is the advice that is floating around out there.
0: Well, and the the part of the the quiet quitting issue in relationships is that, if you don't have the right and we even should, if you don't have the right friends and family around you that are for you and your marriage, right? You need to chuck them, and it sounds really harsh, but you need people that are for you because marriage is hard enough. Yeah. When you have friends and family that are supporting you and walking you through life together, exactly. But marriage is even harder when you don't have that and you have toxic friends that are saying, "Oh, he left the toilet seat up. Divorce him. He left his socks on the floor. Divorce him. Yeah. Or or she didn't buy the milk that you wanted or prepared the dinner that you wanted." like get divorced. Like there's, you should be willing 100% all the time to be able to fight through almost anything in a relationship. That's right. And we believe like you, one of our, our lines that we say the most is we believe that marriage can be restored. You want to have a good marriage. So into your relationship, like the reason Natalie and I have a, a, a good marriage now, it's not perfect. Believe you me. She no. is not perfect. I will tell you guys. <laughs> she, anyway, we won't go there, but <laughs> To fight for that marriage, if we wouldn't have fought for it, we wouldn't be where we are now. That's right. And we have to keep waking up every day and fighting for the relationship. Don't quit just because things get hard. Like, come on.
1: Exactly. And I was saying to Brian, one could assume that we've been together for a long time. We've been married for 21 and a half years. One could assume that you can anticipate my every need, my every desire, my every thought. And, and on some things, you really can anticipate. I'm glad
0: that there was some things there because I'm like, one could assume those things and be wrong.
1: Right. And and there's still a lot that that is a wrong thought process because I still have to communicate. You are not a mind reader. And why, yes, you can still anticipate because of my mannerisms or my idiosyncrasies or the things that I've already expressed that I enjoy. And one of those is I enjoy my husband making coffee before I go to bed so that I can wake up early with it ready for me.
0: Did you bring this up? Because recently I did not make one one night.
1: No, I was so sad, but.
0: Okay, no no, 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 not- no, no, no. We need to have a moment here when I need to inform our people that listen to this. Of the silliness of what's about, what happens. If I miss coffee, which is rare. It's and very I, I rare. Need, I need you to acknowledge the yeah, rareness. Yeah, I'm, I'm acknowledging This is not it a toilet so seat problem. rare. This is very rare when I miss a coffee. But like three nights ago, I missed the coffee. I was really tired. I'd stayed up late, way too late for me. And I ended up going to bed, not making coffee. It didn't even cross my mind. And she even said, hey, Brian, can you remember to make coffee? I said, yeah, I got it. When do I ever miss? Smarty pants on me. I make the coffee. But what's funny is that... If she wouldn't have made coffee for me, I would get up in the morning and I would just make a pot of coffee. No, she sits in her sadness, doing her devotions at 6 in the morning until about 7 or 7.30 when I get up. And then looks at me, never really angrily, and stares at me and said, you didn't make me coffee. Dead in the eyes, deadpan, you didn't make me coffee with a little tear that dribbles down the side <laughs> of her face. And my immediate response is, I'm sorry, you're right, I forgot. Why didn't you make your own pot of coffee? Well, because you didn't do it. I'm like, I don't understand the words that you're saying. That's
1: right. The bottom line is you have spoiled me and it's not worth being awake if there's no coffee waiting for me. And oftentimes I will go right back to bed. That's very true. But saying back to our point of still have to communicate, you can anticipate that we'll use coffee as an example. You can anticipate that I love and enjoy and appreciate the fact that you make me my coffee the Apparently. night before, I still have to communicate. Though, please don't forget to make the coffee because on occasion, and even with that communication, it's still there are still misses, right? And that's what we're saying. And
0: but that's where a healthy communication in the relationship matters.
1: Absolutely,
0: where <clears throat> where that actually makes a big difference on how we're going to approach the relationship, and that that's important. And so it's it's interesting how. One of the, we're going to get into some of the reasons we have a two or three episodes worth of quiet quitting that we really want to break down for you. Yeah. But one of the big things is even around, say, the coffee issue where I didn't make care of that coffee that day is one of the things that could be construed or be an issue is that you actually end up talking less and less to each other. Which is interesting because you talked to me about the coffee and I still missed.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: what would the difference be if you weren't talking to me? And you had expectations and I can't fulfill them because because we're talking less and less.
1: Yeah. I'd be right angry. (laughs) And honestly, there have been many times in the course of our marriage where we've fallen into that trap of, well, you should know. How many times do I have to tell you? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. That I don't like the toilet seat up or I don't like this or I don't like that. Right.
0: Whatever, whatever. Insert your own thing in your own relationship, whatever it is. And so... The, the, the communication
1: the, doesn't stop because you've mentioned it once or twice or 15 times.
0: Like, yeah, like a healthy, a healthy communication isn't necessarily about repeating the issue over and over. Like that can get annoying if it's done and you're nagging, which you're not much of a nag. Anymore. I didn't want to say that on air.
1: I have no problem. I can own my baggage. And I wanted you to own it. I didn't the, want to own it for you. The, the nagging as when we break it down, is just me or whoever trying to manipulate the result to go in their favor. Trying to make me feel guilty. Now, every, okay,
0: like the here, here's a funny, one of those things. Like every guy has experienced the, hey, can you take out the garbage? And you said, yeah. And not seven seconds later, the wife is taking out the garbage because you didn't move fast enough. Every guy has done that. experienced yes. Experience
1: that? That's right.
0: Of some kind of, right? That's right. But- and that's frustrating, but that's not nagging. That's just you not being patient for the husband to move. That's
1: right. I but also and I've done that
0: as <laughs> much as I. Got, I want, we don't want to go there.
1: So that it, we are going there.
0: No, no, no. Like it, it, it happens, and but that nagging is when you're like what you said. You're trying to manipulate them into. So here's the thing: if getting you're a not, result I want yeah. without actually. But here's the thing: if it you're it not through. talking and communicating, your way through things in a healthy way, then nagging oftentimes is the only thing that you hear. That's right. So if I don't have a relationship with you and and we're talking through whatever, like and it, and light things, like, hey, doing the laundry, and you tell me for whatever whatever small thing it is, and the only thing I hear from you is, we didn't talk about my day, we didn't talk about what happened, what happened to the car, did you put gas? We didn't talk about any of that. We're talking less and less and less. And then when you ask me to do something, it just sounds like nagging. That's right. Because you're you, it, the only thing you're hearing sometimes at that point you're filtering, filtering everything through a negative view or a negative perspective. Yes. Because there's no, you've, you've actually neglected the relationship and a huge part of any good relationship is communication.
1: That's right. And I've done it. I've done it where you've gone above and beyond ask or my expectation and I've come home and the only thing I can be fixated on is the thing you didn't do.
0: Oh, yeah. You remember the van incident?
1: Mm. Came back on a plane. I came back on the so, plane.
0: So you, you went away on a trip. I don't know what. It was one of the few times. Um, <laughs> it was fun. You went away. And I think it's in those moments I realized that you do most of the child care. And then you go away for a week. And I'm like, i got to look after my. What own. happened
1: to the van? R- refresh my memory. So
0: I, I remember this because we ended up getting in a fight for it for like I, a day. I was choked because you said, hey, before I leave, I want you to clean the van. And you'd said it over and over because we were not in a healthy place. <laughs> and you said, hey, I want you to clean the van. And I cleaned the van but just not the way you liked it. It was done well, oh. but it doesn't, wasn't done the way you want it. And you immediately like not even a, Hey, like you gave me a hug. We got to the van and you launched in immediately into, I hate this. This wasn't good enough. I, I was choked in the moment. Cause I'm like, I spent time on this with the kids in the back playing, vacuuming, washing. Yeah. And I still had stuff in the center console that we were like, I don't know, eight years, seven years married and still working through some of our issues. Yep, Some of the issues, and you were just so frustrated. And that was because we hadn't been working at communicating well.
1: No. And I didn't, I don't know, at You that just said time, clean it. You didn't my, communicate.
0: This is such an easy thing. Exactly. You, you said clean it. But
1: my expectations at that point, too, were so ridiculously
0: oh yeah, yeah, out yeah. of this universe. <laughs> they were silly. <laughs>
1: they were, but, they were, but you just said clean it. Top. And I cleaned it. Yeah. Just not the way
0: you wanted it to be cleaned.
1: Exactly. And so this is a prime example of something so, I mean, in hindsight, really silly, but in the moment was catastrophic in my own mind.
0: Well, and it's interesting, like even as we, we were we were talking about this, there's so much about quiet quitting, like the, the idea of just quietly quitting and the relationship that has to do with you start taking out the, the key day in, day out connecting pieces that actually hold the relationship in place, that yep. that actually act like the glue, which is the the communication piece. But you're not talking about these things, but if you quit on your relationship, which is just a symptom of greater issues, but you're quitting on the relationship mm-hmm. and you're talking about less things. It's like, it's like pulling. Have you ever seen Jenga? Yes. Yeah. You're just slowly pulling pieces out of this tower,
1: hoping it doesn't crash, hoping that
0: it doesn't crash and fall, crash and burn Because you're not communicating your way through. Instead of putting pieces back in, you're pulling them out. Every time you, it's another day without communicating. It's another hour without communicating. It's another month without communicating. You're just adding more and more like fuel to the fire almost.
1: Yeah. The bottom line is you need to be able to identify, discuss, and resolve issues. Right. That right there is like the magic formula.
0: Right. Yeah. If there was a magic formula to marriage.
1: Right. Or to communication. Right. Right. That would be it. You need to identify, and it's not just pointing the finger at your spouse for all of their faults. It really is introspectively looking at you. Right. Identifying within you what is wrong, what your contribution is to relationship, discussing and resolving, coming to a solution together. You're coming to an understanding. Right. This isn't a competition of who's right.
0: And the the thing about unity in marriage is because we're believers and we have really good, healthy Bible relationship. We have a good relationship with God. God says very much so to fight for the marriage, to fight for unity. Yeah. Uni- That's un- where
1: the, the blessing is commanded.
0: Right. But unity doesn't mean uniformity. Unity That's does right. not mean uniformity. That's right. It doesn't mean that we agree on everything. It just means that we're working for the same goal going forward. And you can't know what the same goal is if you're talking less
1: and less. That's right. Right? And you're probably wondering like, well, how can we, you know, how can we give us something, (laughs) A a tool? I mean, we live in a day and age where, you know, tech and media doesn't have to be a disadvantage. I very much appreciate that we can, um, connect much easier than it was when we were teenagers, when everything was I had to call you on a landline. That's how, how old. How that ridiculous.
0: Are. That's how old we are, is that mom had a, a touchstone phone.
1: Boop, 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 yeah, attached right? Attached to the
0: wall that was not cellular.
1: And if you left the house and something happened, you never knew about it.
0: No, unless you had a pager.
1: Right, or an answering machine, if that was even a thing at oh, that yeah. point, yeah, right? Yeah, answering machines, yeah. So That's how old we, we are, guys. make it a point to text and communicate. And I have the privilege of working literally down the hall from you. So during the day, I will pop in your office and, and whatnot. But even before that, our phones, we text, we communicate, we call throughout the day. And not excessively. Let's not not, ex, well, no, right. And like, the only
0: time I don't really respond to a one or thirty-second phone calls if I'm in meetings or
1: yeah, but you always communicate. Hey, yeah. can't talk or call in a minute or whatever, yeah. right? You communicate that you're in the middle of some. This is not like every five seconds. This is just you know just you around like. lunchtime. I know. And hey, if that works for you, by all means. But. This is just like we have our checkpoints during the day that we check in with each other. So that, and we were just talking about this, if there was ever a lapse in that communication, this is a norm that we've established Mm -hmm. for us in our relationship. We communicate all the time. We communicate with our kids. We communicate with each other. They hear us communicating all the time all the time. Right. So if there was ever a period of time where that wasn't happening, that would send a red flag up in my mind of something's not right. Right. Right? Because this is a routine that we've established and you can't know if there's something amiss if everything in your relationship is disorganized, everything in your relationship is up in the air, we just wing, we just wing it as we go, there is no established pattern. Right. So maybe this is a time where you in your relationship can establish a normal healthy pattern so that you are all the more wise or alerted to the fact if something is wrong.
0: Right. And
1: And we're not saying, Oh my goodness, you missed one time to answer me. You are obviously quietly quitting. No, no, no. This is a pattern over time. Yeah,
0: over time. It's it's like even it's like when we're not keeping in contact. Are you quietly quitting? And it's not just one day. It, uh, you're, you're not wrong. It's one time yeah. we did, we missed it. We didn't communicate. And oh, <gasps> he's everything's doomed.
1: No. Yeah. but
0: Well, if you're living in the same house, the same bed, driving the same car, eating the same dinners, and you're not communicating through those things, we're just saying, pay attention to that. Look at your relationship. It's very hard. It's hard to come back from that, but not impossible. You have to really want it. Both of you have to really want it, exactly. which kind of lends into the next one, which if you're talking less and less, it also can indicate that you're losing interest. In your yep. in your partner, in your spouse, in them, and who they are, checking in on a good day it's so important. It's Even really...
1: checking in, you know, if we've left and we've had a disagreement, one, if not both, will always check in regardless of of where they feel they stand. Right, are, I, I'm right or I am not. We we generally make an effort to communicate. I hope you got to work. Yeah. Well,
0: especially if like there's adverse winter conditions or or things like that, we just communicate safety and things like that. I don't want to have to worry about things like that, but checking is in is important. Not just one of you, but both of you checking in and just seeing what's going on. And even sitting down like, Hey, let's talk about a relationship. Like Natalie does this all the time to me. it's sometimes at the worst times, like 1030 and let's talk about the future. I'm like, I don't have the energy to talk about the future. You've seen memes on this. I should put memes on the Instagram page about (laughs) this is a real struggle. Like I'm almost asleep and she's like, I want to talk about the house that we want to buy. I'm like, I don't have the energy to think about the house that I want to buy. It's it's a real thing. But what she's showing is that she's still interested in me and the future. That's right. (laughs) And she's not, she's still communicating with me about those things. And she wants to know what are we going to do? And we pray about it, and then we do devotions, and then we communicate those things with our friends that are really close to us. And so I also like she updates me on her date. She, in my opinion, has one of the most boring jobs on the face of the earth, but she loves it. Uh, Which job? HR.
1: Oh, (laughs) yes, I love HR. I am you love paperwork, task, administrative,
0: and it It brings me me joy. It brings me joy. Here's here's where a moment can happen. In your relationship, I listen to her when she tells me about the things that she's learning and the things that she's doing. I don't like HR. I don't really care to know about the paperwork that she pushed, (laughs) but I love her. And so I'm going to sit and listen and sometimes pretend that I'm interested truthfully and she does the same thing when i think i can always tell when she's we're sitting there and like hey look at this guitar and she looks at them and she's like ah yeah cool and then she looks back to the whatever she's doing reading or and she's like yeah you don't care she's like nope not really we're at that <laughs> stage in our relationship where we can just say no i don't care about that i love you but i don't care about that right but, i
1: love that you care about that yeah
0: and that's the thing i love that you care about your job that's and, good and
1: honestly there are only so many electric guitars they all begin to look the same
0: they do not look the same me After and my while, oldest. That
1: I can just my son. invest all of my energy into I never get the names right I'm always like that is a great Les Paul no that was a whatever Fender
0: yeah, I don't know how you get to mix them up they don't look the same see what I'm telling you so she she tries at least
1: it, there you go
0: because you're not losing interest you care about I'm the things that I care an about effort
1: I do care about the things that no, no. do I want to <laughs> spend five hours of my Saturday in a music store looking at guitars no have I yes because it matters to you. Uh, and yeah. and right? Those are your interests. And the, we've we've established a compromise in that way. It's not only about you going and doing everything I want to do. There is a compromise where sometimes for the greater mint
0: Greater mint?
1: I don't know, greater betterment. I don't know, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the greater see, this is where she makes up words. Greater mint.
1: <laughs> the greater mint of our relationship. For me to just be like, is it the end of the world for me to spend, maybe not five hours, can we do like 30 minutes?
0: Guess what we're doing this afternoon.
1: Right? And notice I didn't answer. That
0: was, that was well done. Well done.
1: <laughs> of compromising on a timeline. Right. Hey, I can't commit to five hours in here, but I will, I'm willing to give you 30 minutes.
0: So the the not talking and communicating less can indicate that you have lo- you're losing an interest so those are the two That's points right. that we want to get to today you're losing interest and the way Natalie if I was to ask you how how do we what are the tools that we can use to make this better like how how do you
1: for like not losing interest well not losing
0: interest but talking if you're already in a in a if you're already in a holding pattern of we're not we're not improving the relationship and we're not really communicating with each other already how do we get better? I can I kind of see the first sure. one. You have to eat your pride and just be the first one to text, and just make a habit. Yes. Of communicating. And if change change your narrative. Yes. You don't you don't like where it is. You don't like what you're you're reaping. You have to change what you're sowing.
1: Maybe, and I've had to do this, and this is when you're trying to make a better way and trying to forge. A different narrative sometimes it's really painful and for you to say hey I love can we talk like I love to have like a meeting but wouldn't it be such a surprise to your partner if you led with this is something about me that I really don't like and I am sorry that I've placed X Y Z expectations on you right if you led a conversation Trust me, you will be surprised at how that is reciprocated and received where you're not coming in the thing going, you, you, you are doing this and I don't like it. No. How about I have noticed about myself or I've been thinking about it and I really, I've kind of dropped the ball in this area and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Can we like work together to find a solution? Yeah. Start there.
0: Absolutely. That's a really good one to start with. So the two things that we talked about today. If you're noticing in yourself or your, your partner, are you talking less and less? You're not communicating the way you used to. That's right. And it's been a pattern. Not just like, hey, I missed a couple days because I worked long hours or things were going on or the so, kids were busy. You yes. had to go from place to place. I'm talking like your pattern is you guys just don't communicate issues. Whenever you're alone, you're just talking about your nothing, that kind of thing. And then the other one was, are you losing interest in each other? And one can lead to the other.
1: That's right.
0: And, and, like, and it's not lose- just like...
1: This is the number one. This is the number two. No, No, they're all interchangeable.
0: Yeah, these are all. And the next ones that we have coming up next week are really, really great. And they all work together on in this particular issue. And so, hey, we really appreciate you hanging with us, like I said. And if you didn't have a chance, we did a We Are Back yep. short little episode just to let you know what our plans are for the future, where we've been for the last little while. So That's we right. know that you love the podcast. We appreciate you loving the podcast. We love you guys. So if it means does mean a lot when you share it with your friends, you let people know that we have a podcast and we hope that you're finding value in this. That's the greatest thing for us is that if you find value and it makes your marriage better, that's what we want. Absolutely. So you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook if you have any questions or you have an idea or you just straight up disagree with what we have here. We'd love to have a conversation, a discourse, and maybe if that's something that you disagree with and you want to bring a different perspective, we'd love to maybe even have you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But you can email us at amplifiedmarriage at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram and Facebook and you hear us say, every single time and we believe this with every fiber of our being because it's been true for us we believe that your marriage can be reset refreshed recharged and
1: restored
0: thanks so much for listening
1: talk to you soon